Welcome to Arcade Attack. A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. Welcome to the Arcade Attack Podcast. My name's Keith, and today I'm here with Dylan. Hello, listeners. Adrian. Hello. And Rob. Hey, hey. Now, you've heard my voice first, and you're probably thinking, oh, this is going to be a Sega podcast. And you'd be right. We're going to talk about the recently announced Mega Drive Mini. They haven't given it an official title yet, but I suppose that's what it is. That's going to be the main topic of discussion. But before we get into that... Our friend Rob, who wasn't present for the recording. Our friend, of member of the podcasting team. <laughs> and a friend. Acquaintance. Colleague and friend Rob, um, who wasn't present for the recording of our recent Saturn We'll see if he's still episode. a friend after this, yeah. after what he um, said next. Recently uh, made it clear to us that he had a few, uh, few bones to pick with what we had to say about the Saturn and why it failed. So Rob, Look, like you take it away? I mean, you know, if I'm not on a podcast, I'll generally listen to... <clears throat> um, you know, the podcast, the That's episodes, everyone should. Yep. And yeah, I thought all of you were pretty harsh on Sega corporate in general, and in particular, I'd say unfairly harsh on Sega Japan. I believe uh, the words Dylan used were shit the bed. <laughs> That's, That's technical really speak. That is business oh. language, business lingo. With the whole how the Saturn came about, they really did shit the bed, though. I think a lot of the time when we kind of hear about this, we hear one particular side of the story. Yeah, because Sega Japan won't talk to no one. Well, there you go. I think a lot of the time we kind of we hear, and I, I know he's a friend of this of like of the side <laughs> of the podcast. We hear Tom Kalinsky's side of the story, which obviously pushes the credit for all the kind of stuff Sega toward him and Sega in America, and pushes a lot of the blame away from him and towards Sega Japan. And I think a lot of the a lot of the kind of things you guys were saying that in retrospect may seem like clear-cut decisions were not clear-cut decisions, and I think were actually very logical choices by Sega Japan. Go on. Such as, yeah. Such as the timing. Like, uh, you were very critical about uh, this Saturn being released too early with not enough games. But I think um, I think two things I have to say about this. Number one, you have to remember that traditionally, uh, up until then, it was quite quite normal to actually release a game without a lot of... Sorry, a, a console without a lot of games necessarily available for it. Like, and... At the immediate <clears throat> launch, yeah, but not for, like, mm. the, the next calendar year. But the thing is, like, you kind of have to remember that in every kind of generation, this was the fifth generation, every generation, the, the console that comes out first has a big commercial advantage 
on the others. Like we kind of saw in the 8-bit like generation when the NES just in Master System just never remotely caught up. Look at Mega Drive SNES. Even though SNES was most was more powerful, the Mega Drive came a year or two before. And again, I think to a large extent, it took a long time for the SNES to really regain that. Game Boy versus Game Gear. Game Gear is far more powerful, but because the Game Boy came out first, it had that big advantage. And that the reason for that is, is that because unless you're really rich, you generally have enough money to get one console per generation, which is why it's really important to get in there and not only kind of have that advantage over your competitors, to make, but to make sure you don't get usurped. And <clears throat> sorry, I know you you want to talk, Adrian. I'm going to let you talk. What, what <laughs> you're describing you is, is a business term. It's called first mover advantage. And you're right. Love it. It has uh, that. If you move first into the market, I think Apple and the iPhone and MP the iPod, really, to be fair, was a great a great example of that. They're the first huge companies to really get into this MP3 market. They're not the first ever MP3, but because they're the first real big player, they so they sign up that market very quickly. What I'd say though is, if you go in a bit more depth, the first mover advantage has been proven to be a real bonus for a lot of businesses. But there is such a thing as a second mover advantage. Whereas you learn from your competitors, not mistakes, but you see what they've done, and then you think, well, they've done that. We'll do that, but better. And it gives you if you that that you could maybe apply that here as well. There was none of that with the Saturn. No, well, I- you could argue that the Saturn looked at the Jaguar and the 3DO, and like maybe they did do better than both of those. But I think again, you have to realize, you know, it's important to realize that the fifth generation, 3DO and the Jaguar came out a long time before, and if you look at those compared to the Jaguar, uh, sorry, compared to the uh, the Saturn, ja- like Jaguar is sixty four bit according, like as opposed to thirty two bit. Three DO, you know, regardless of the Saturn's advantages, three DO had the whole kind of full heightened full motion video thing, had Iris just better sound, and had the backing of a massive software developer at the time. Hmm. I think, and you know, you look at and the other end, you got the PlayStation coming up, and you got the N sixty four coming up uh, like a year after that, which Nintendo 64-bit, I think it's natural to kind of to assume it would be a big upgrade in the Saturn. I don't think like the Saturn really had much of a choice, but to launch when it did with what it could. I I don't think our main gripe um, and the main criticism is the fact that they re- released the Saturn early or earlier than the competition. It was the way it was done and the way it was there handled. There was no coordinated release. No, it was orig- It was going to be September. It was going to be Saturn Day, which I think still would have been earlier than the PlayStation. Yeah. Um, it was the fact that suddenly a snap decision was made to release it on this day with only a handful of games available. They would have still caught, the first mover. And they would have still had yeah, the first mover and, advantage. You know, they caught all the developers, the third-party developers on the hop, so they didn't have any of the games ready that were supposed to be ready for the September launch. So I don't think it was really that we had an issue with them launching the console earlier than the competition, but it was the decision to suddenly say, oh, actually, well, it's, it's now available today. But my point is, if those September games were going to be launched before the PlayStation anyway... Does it really have a massive effect? I don't like if you can't buy the PlayStation before that anyway. I don't think it does. I think it was per- it was a perfectly logical decision for Sega Japan. We may disagree with it, and possibly and probably in retrospect it was wrong. But I think if you look at where they were at that time, it was a perfectly logical decision to release it when they did. And I mean, I'll go into that like in in a little bit. I think to a greater degree. But I think the other kind of thing. As instead was you were talking about the cancellation of Sonic Extreme, and how that was an issue. And I actually don't agree with that at all. I think if you look at where Sega were at that point, 
what was Sega's main strength? It was the arcade games. It was Virtua Cop, Virtua Fighter, Virtua Race, and Daytona, and the whole kind of appeal of the Saturn. That's a was, subjective view to no, say that to say that their arcade stuff was better than their mm-hmm. home console stuff. No, I th- I'm saying that seeing how how no, successful the Mega I'm Drive was. I'm saying that as someone who was there at the time, the big appeal of the Saturn was that you'd be able to transfer those kinds of games into a home kind of level thing, which is what we were waiting for at that point. Was yeah. arcade quality, like in the home realm, that wasn't Neo Geo prices. And that was what, like, Sega, were they meant to or not, that was what they were hinting the Saturn was going to be able to do. And, you know, well, in terms it, uh, of, I don't, uh, think, mm. I don't think Sonic would have been a big appeal. And actually, I think if you look at the sales of the Mega CD and the 32X, I don't think it would have really made a difference to those either. I don't think it would have made much of a difference to the Saturn, especially when you consider that, like, look at the state of the Sonic 3D games for years after that. I think it's far more likely that if there had been a Sonic Extreme, it wouldn't have played well and actually would have made the Saturn look bad as a whole. I think they were saying that if one of the Sonic Adventures on the Dreamcast, which are good games, mm-hmm. were brought, one of those were brought onto the Saturn. Dreamcast? You could say about any Dreamcast game in the Saturn. Yeah, but those those Sonic games were good, though. Like, you can't say that Sonic was a tired mascot at the time that the Saturn came out it was I think it's a logical decision to bring out your biggest gun for the yeah for your brand new console and uh, did those make the Dreamcast success no but they were, they were well there were other things that obviously yeah think about Mario Dreamcast. as well Mario every console Mario, every Nintendo console Mario is always on the first game isn't he really but Mario I think set works the switch set the switch <laughs> Ma- but Mario is because it's a slower game, works better in 3D than I think Sonic works in 3D. A big issue with the Sonic 3D games has always been that it moves too fast and you can't really see what's going on. Yeah, but see, the adventure games and also the homebrew like Sonic fan games have proved if you zoom it out, you can have good mm. 3D, 3D Sonic gameplay, games and yeah. that, 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 are, you know, that are regarded to be good games. But you how many years did that take to do? Like, my point is i think yeah, but it's not it's not because of any advances in the technology it's just the just the thinking around it zoom is going fast zoom it out mm. i feel like, it, like right behind him so everything is going blurring past you like you know i think in general like i'm not saying like i can disagree with you i think some of the stuff in the podcast was you know the episode was it's debatable but, that's, that's that's why we do the podcast i think like you know you point to third-party developers and that's that's true but then again how many third-party developers really worked on N64 stuff? It was pretty much Nintendo and Rare for pretty much all the big games that really impact the N64 that you much. you got to say that, like, Nintendo, like, plowing stuff out, they're, they're a machine, aren't they? They are a machine, like, getting those getting those titles out there. I think, like, and this is just a personal opinion, because I think the Saturn had... I think, for me, as someone who was really looking forward to the Saturn at the time... The big problem was it was a hardware thing. And I don't even mean like the two kind of processors kind of thing. I think just the capabilities weren't up to that. We were hoping for arcade level stuff. Virtua Fighter came out, was almost an arcade perfect port. That looked great. And like, yeah, the rest of them just didn't really transfer. And I think that was what the big issue with the Saturn was. So people were hoping it would be better than it was. And then once they realized it wasn't, they were like, well, there's a way for the N64 to happen and see if that's any good. I think when that's, that came out and it became clear that um, that was a bigger thing and that the PlayStation had a lot more stuff and was arguably better than the Saturn anyway, it so made sense reckon, to get one of those. Do you reckon then the Saturn, there were... What would you have done? Would you have stuck with the, obviously, Sega were the arcade things? The Saturn is a 2D monster. Would you have gone in with like loads of 2D games? Would you have brought those Japanese games over to the Western market? What would you do? I think there's certainly an argument to kind of make it a near arcade kind of 2D thing. I think a lot of the kind of 
a lot of the tilt toward that was the idea that you have to have CD because this technology has become available and you have to have 3D because that's coming available. But then again, I think the whole 3D arcade port thing was a big setting point for the set at that time. I think, if anything, and this is going to be a really controversial opinion, I think, if anything, Sega might have been better off with putting a lot more money in the, into the 32X while they were actually kind of developing something that was better than the Saturn or improving the Saturn. But you know the Saturn... Well, like you're saying going from 32... <coughs> to sort of tied them over until... Until the yeah, Dreamcast. Like yeah, like make the 32X like a budget monster and positioning it as a much cheaper alternative to either the PlayStation or the N64. But it was you expensive to versions. manufacture. They couldn't make it a budget model. It was... Mm. It had to go out at the price that it did, and it obviously mm. didn't look... I'm talking about the 32X. Yeah, the 32X, yeah. yeah. It went out at the price that it did. It was... But if you, you look know. at how many people actually have Mega Drives, if you'd had a lot of developers developing stuff for that game... Yeah, they so should have, that, had, they should like, have developed system, it in a different way. Yeah, that may have actually paid off rather than have delaying the sand for a year or two while they got the hardware exactly right. I don't know, though, because I feel like people... Based on what the 32X could do... It, it didn't make a huge difference. And so those people, even people that bought a 32X, once the PlayStation and N64 came along, probably would have gone off to Sony or Nintendo and not waited around for... The 32X I mean, was barely as, barely as good as the Mega CD. If you look at the yeah. Mega CD games that they tried to port over to it, they're worse on the, on the 32X than they are on the Mega CD. It's but I'm just, saying that it would have worked as a budget option for people who already had... A lot of people already had Mega Drives... Yeah, but it didn't necessarily afford four hundred dollars, whatever, for the Saturn. I think if you were going to charge that much for a machine, you are better off waiting until you've got it exactly right. That was like the point I was making. Mm. And I, and like I think uh, taking on its own, all like kind of gripes about Sega corporate. I don't think all of those decisions they made are definitely were logical at the time. You would say to bin off Sony was a logical decision. I'm saying it made there are logical reasons for it at the time. I mean, are we, if, like, if we can kind of talk about that in a little bit more detail, Sony had literally no experience in making game hardware. They had no experience in making game software. Like, I think, yeah, we can say in, in retrospect, oh, well, look at the PlayStation, but the PlayStation didn't exist then. Like, it was kind of, it was a perfectly reasonable reaction by Sega. We can look at it in, like, in retrospect and go, it was the wrong reaction, just so we can say it was the wrong reaction for Sega not to agree to hook up with Microsoft. But ultimately, you look at something like a CDI, the company like Philips who had no experience in that, you can see why they wouldn't want to get involved with that. <laughs> yeah, Philips' uh, experience with gaming was not great, obviously. I mean, like, at the time, but, there, was, like, there was no precedent for a non-gaming company to come in and do a really good kind of system together. Like at the, I think, you know... You can the way that it's been presented to us, and you're quite right with, obviously, there's, there's a certain amount of bias in what we hear now, because it's only the American side who will, who will talk to us. Um, but the way it's presented is that all of these opportunities were there. Sega of America presented them, and obviously they were blackballed by Sega of Japan. So whether, I don't know, but it sounds more like a... It's, it sounds more and more like a Sega, we won't work with another big Japanese company type thing, which I think is wrong. I think, obviously, you know, you're looking at, like, big big home companies, they should work together. Why not? Microsoft aren't Japanese. No. What are you talking about, Microsoft? Why do you assume it's a Japanese-only thing? What? <laughs> Why are you saying, like, Sega will work like, with another Japanese company? Yeah, but Microsoft are huge, aren't they? Sega, well, Sony Sega, aren't? Was Sega big? Was Sega big, big? I mean, obviously, they At were that like point, market yeah, they leaders were huge. there, but they weren't like as big as Microsoft. They're one of the two biggest players in the gaming market. 
you can say that Microsoft do kind of pretty good with third party stuff for Xbox. Yeah, not now, not then. What's the argument we're having here? I don't know. I seem to have gone off track. Gone off a tangent again. <laughs> no, my, tangent my, again. basically the point I'm making is I don't think the Saturn really had a chance of succeeding because it was people had high expectations that didn't meet them in terms of the hardware. I don't think it would have mattered really in the long term. Yeah, you could say, well, they could have got more developers and there would have been more games, and that's true. But it still wouldn't have matched the N64 for capabilities, and it wouldn't have. I think the PlayStation was just it was more on it. Like we talk about developer kits. That kind of stuff, but ultimately mm. they're just more interested in other developers. I think they were triumphed anyway. I think um, Sega just weren't in a position to really succeed at that point. And I think you know, yeah, we can say these are like mistakes, whatever in retrospect. But I think apart from the Sony thing, which again, perfectly logical, I don't think there's any really way, any real way that like they could have made the Saturn a proper competitor in that market at, at that time because of the hardware that they made. Yeah, I don't think it was up to scratch. Listeners, <laughs> do you agree with Rob's points? A few controversial ones there. Mm. Um, have a, if you haven't already, have a listen to the Saturn podcast. I think you'll, I think you'll definitely be getting a Christmas card for Sega of Japan. Yes, whereas the rest of us yeah. won't be. I mean, no, that's that is an interesting point. Actually, you don't often hear their side of the story. So, you know, yeah, what we hear is one sided. Yeah, you know, I mean, like only one side speaks up. Yeah, what I would have done if I was in charge of Saturn was just, yeah make it a 2D monster if you have that capability or make yeah. 2D or 3D games imagine like arcade almost arcade, arcade quality ports of say Mortal Kombat 3 Super Street Fighter 2 you well, say they wouldn't the Street Fighter games on the Saturn are pretty much arcade perfect and but to have on at launch at launch yeah that would have yeah yeah no that would have been a, a big seller I think it's a good point good point so you would have had more games at launch then <laughs> no, I would have changed. I would have directed it in a different direction, but that's sure. just me. Okay. okay. Well, Thanks. thank you, Bob. Controversial as always. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> so today we're here to talk about the Mega Drive Mini. Now, Sega recently announced this. Um, people are excited, but also sort of a bit nervous. Making this noise. Uh, yeah. Obviously, not so hot on the heels of the SNES Mini and the NES Mini over the last few years, which obviously been massive successes for Nintendo. Um, there's been a little bit of trepidation. Now, people hoped that it would be Sega manufacturing this little mini console. Um, that's not the case, we've heard. It's going to be made by At Games. Now, They've made a few um, sort of Mega Drive flashback consoles over the last few years. Um, most recently, last year, which has met with pretty much universal score. Derision, yeah, disdain. Um, um, I know there's, there's issues over the sound and the emulation and things like that, and also the game selection on the last one wasn't quite up to scratch, um, and just generally sort of questions over the quality of their their products. Really, I don't know if it's by them but i actually i've actually played a hardware mega drive emulator in the last kind of year or two mm. and game selection was okay yeah it wasn't is terrible. it the one with the cartridge slot in it i'm not sure did it look like a mega drive like a kind of or was it just a, yeah i think so okay like i mean it's possible it was, I mean, it was a few months ago i remember somebody paying it's possible there, like, that it was it was one of those all the model combats eternal champions yeah, like all the sonics um, but I know the yeah, games gameplay just wasn't there. It wasn't like you could play it. It was like the Mega Drive mm. versions, but it wasn't quite there. There was some gravity timing issues. 
and lag. It was just off. Yeah, this is one of the issues. The, th- the great thing about the Nesmin and it, the Nesmin and the SNES Mini, you're using a Nintendo controller. It's like using the original Super Nintendo controller playing. Yes, it is an emulated version of one of these games, but obviously it's been worked on by Nintendo. Um, and it, they work perfectly. They play brilliantly. Um, that's not been the case with these sort of Mega Drive flashback consoles. And, um, when Sega finally announced that they were going to be releasing one, people got excited. They thought, yes, Sega are going to do it properly. Now there's obviously a concern that that won't happen. Sega have said, um, at games have said that it's going to be using different emulation and things like this. But I guess until we've actually got it available to play, we won't know. It's a good um, opportunity, right? It is a good opportunity. I mean, they've obviously seen how successful the Nintendo ones have been, so why not? Um, but, I mean, one of the things we wanted to talk about today was the game selection. Now, down the years, how many sort of compilations have there been uh, on like the Xbox or the PS3? And how, we all know what, what games are going to be on. Before we go into what we'd like to see, <laughs> we all know what games will actually be on there. Super Mario Grand Prix, Columns, Golden Axe, War Cup Italian 90. <laughs> War Cup Italian 90 will Sonic. not be on it, Rob. <laughs> actually, now, Rob's go- obviously harking back to the um, Mega Games cartridges there. Literally he every was. kind he of, did. <laughs> literally like every I to eight. Whenever they bring out a Mega Drive uh, classic, that's not true. Some variation of those games are always on there. Well, just out of uh, a compar- interesting comparison, um, I don't know if you're aware, but there is a Mega Drive Classics collection again being released for PS4 and I think Xbox One in the next few weeks, um, and that's got fifty games on it which is quite a hefty selection. I think I had one on the Xbox 360, which was more like 30 games. Um, we've got no indication yet how many would be on this mini Mega Drive. Um, but you're looking... I mean, I'm kind of scrolling through the list. You're looking at the usual suspects. You're not going to read out the whole Do list? Do you want me to read the whole list? No, I don't. No. <laughs> well, we'll go for, I'll try and pick some highlights. So you've got Alex Kidd, um, Columns, obviously, for Rob there. Decap Attack, Mean Beam Machine, all three Golden Axe games. Rob um, is pleased. Rob yep. is pleased with all them Golden Axe games. All, all three Fantasy Star games that were released on the Mega Drive. Shadow Dancer, which yeah. I approve, Kef approves. Um, Shinobi 3, all the Sonic games, all the Streets of Rage games. Um, Virtua Fighter 2. Wow. The Mega Drive version of Virtua Fighter 2. Um, and a couple of Wonder Boy games. Um, Ooh, um, I've got the list up on kind of my screen. Is that the same one, yeah? But I'm also seeing the... Fo- the uh, two Toe Jam and Earl games. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good, good. And I'm seeing a Rystar. Yeah. And Landstalker and yes. Gunstar Heroes yeah, yeah. and Dynamite Heddy. That's a, not it's a bad It's a pretty list. good selection. It is a pretty good it's pretty selection. pretty solid. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, some of the games that maybe would be overlooked, do you think? Um, what would you guys like to see on it? Like Rob said, there's going to be your usual suspects. The Sonic games will be there. Streets of Age will be there. Golden Axe will be there. There'll be a couple of Shinobi games. I just games wonder probably. what the whole the whole purpose of it is. Is it to like dem um give us like a compendium of how the Mega Drive evolved, mm. or is it to Obviously just not. put on or just put on? But well, why is Flicky on there? You know what? That's what, a good what question. Is, what, you know what? Is it just to put out like the most popular Mega Drive games? What is the well? It's what, not. What, it's what not, was their thinking? In yeah. Doing this? Well, it's not popularity, is it? When you sort of it's scroll not. down the list. Like, um, just give me the list. Yeah, well, it's a obviously a contrast between how cheap they can license the games well, and how much yeah. many sales they can Most of them get. are Sega Most first party Most of them are games. Sega first party games, yeah. And that that was kind of part of the discussion today, I guess, because you look at the SNES, 
the, the Nintendo ones, and there's plenty of Capcom games and Konami games. I um, mean, I've had a lot of these games, and I'm just I shake my head at quite <laughs> a few of them. I mean, eSWAT really until later in the game like is pretty E-SWAT. boring. Mm. Um, flicky, obviously. Um, never really got with Kid Chameleon. I've, I've never yeah, liked again, the fantasy style Alex games. Kid sucks. You really wouldn't get onto it. Alex like, Kid, I'm yeah. Alex never kid. really fancy Alex, fancy kid, the Shining Force games. I think Eastwatt and Kid Chameleon, though, I think they kind of... It, yeah, like you say, it does depend on the purpose of it, but they're quite a good reflection of Streets where of the Mega Drive was at I mean, early what's that days. Doing on there? <laughs> Dylan. Well, we'll get onto this, still. <laughs> yeah. but, but Dylan, surely... Uh, if they said we're going to have 20 ultimate brilliant games... Why are the Vector Man's on there? Like, oh, it's just, you know. just 20 amazing games. They're going to say we're going to have 50, 20 great, 30 not so good. Surely we'd rather we'll have the 50 and have some mediocre games as well, right? Yeah. Why not have just the whole 800? I think when you look at that list, actually, I think Dylan's maybe onto something in terms of it's almost a progression of... Th- it sort is, of through it? the lifetime of the, of the Mega Drive because you've got... Um, keeps taking my phone away sorry i can't see my list but you've got game, you know you've got games from the very early days you've got altered beast and then all the way so up altered beast has to be on every single oh, yeah, compilation course, yeah. they have even though By it's law. really mediocre um yeah. and then but then all and super thunder blade which is also a terrible oh, conversion and then all the way up to vector man which is very late why? and virtual fighter 2 <laughs> yeah why um, that's not a good version of virtual fighter no but seeing it on the mega drive i suppose is a bit of a novelty um, it's a novelty, isn't it? I don't get the point of the. And what I want to, I want to be, I want to get into the director's head. Like, what, what is he thinking in putting out this list? Again, what is his purpose? It's sales versus licensing. Licensing. Mm. That's like that's the reason. Or I just mean, licensing, basically. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, for me, I would like to. I'd prefer to have half the number of games, or even slightly less, and just have it all be golden and a good variation in terms of gameplay. You want a lot more third-party stuff in there, obs. Again, and that's mostly what Nintendo have got right. You know, you look at this and there's many, although stuff. we would have liked it to have maybe a few more games, maybe 30 instead of 20 plus one. Um, but you you've got a, a nice RPG mixture. Heavy? The SNES Mini, um, maybe a little for my tastes, yeah. But, you know, th- those RPGs are some of the biggest games on the SNES. Um, but yeah, and you've got your Castlevania and you've got Star Fox games and you've got Street Fighter 2 you know and you've got a nice selection they're the best mm. games on those consoles it's pretty much the best games on the Super Nintendo yeah you know I don't th- I don't think when it came out I, don't, I mean there's the odd inclusion like the Kirby one the golf game um, but apart from that you said that was good I like it yeah, no, I'm just saying <laughs> but it's probably not among the 21 no. best games on the SNES no. um, but I don't think there's been has there really been like a big uproar about oh why wasn't this game included no, no they got it about right I think yeah it would have been nice to have 30 games like the mini NES I think personally but that's mm. another debate isn't well, it well I think people were so excited about stuff like Star Fox 2 and Earthbound yeah. Yeah, never Earthbound. got like an American yeah. Like a release outside of Japan. That's true. Oh, we'll see on this uh, Mega Drive Classics collection, you get Golden Axe 3, which wasn't released outside of Japan. So. Quickly but touch on Star Fox <laughs> 2 before you move on. Mm. Um, friend of ours, G. Oh, G, yeah. G to the next level. Um, I watched his uh, playthrough of um, Star Fox 2. On his first go, he completed in 20 minutes. Wow. So that's going to be worth the um, that's gonna be worth the 80 quid. <laughs> yeah, going to be sp- spunking out for that. I was wondering, <laughs> actually, kind of linked to that, if they release the Mega Drive Mini, could mm. they... Could they kind of get some lost levels in games? A little bit like that. Could, is there any old Sonic levels they could say? We, we got the, we got yeah, the there are, but they were already unlocked by... Sonic the, Mania? Uh, 
No, the Sonic and Knuckles thing, didn't it? Unlock a load of stuff, no. or am I, am I going mad in my well, head? you can play as, son- as Knuckles in Sonic well, 2. I'm just stuff. going mad in my head now, sorry. Maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah. not a Sonic game, but there must be some unreleased Mega Drive games that were just not finished. How cool would that be if they got some exclusive, brand new content? I feel like those would be the ones towards the eight, like the late, the really, obviously the really later days. Yeah. They would just be all kind of graphics and no, no substance. Mm. Like Vector so, Man. Yeah. Vector Man. Like, Vec- really, yeah. really on Vector Man. Like Vector, Vector, Vector Man, Man the lost levels. They're, you're laying into Vector Man and Flicky at the moment. <laughs> I'm sorry, they're really getting, they're really um, tasting it a bit. Okay, but I mean, that's, what would you like to see included that you think possibly won't be? <laughs> EA games. See, yeah. That's a good shout, right? Because yeah. Pete, uh, we watch games. and read and listen to a lot of gaming, retro gaming stuff. Sports games get a real bad rap. Mm. I know, especially nowadays, it's like, oh, FIFA, FIFA, FIFA. Um, but back then, I mean, what, what's wrong with a good sports game? No, we liked a good sports yeah. game. I can understand why they get a bad rap, because I think sports games have been surpassed in terms of gameplay, the way that platformers and shoot 'em ups haven't really. Like, if you say have a vertical or like horizontal scrolling shoot 'em up, yeah. Like the gameplay is pretty much steady. It's just in terms of graphics and variation. I don't think mm. there's as much variation as there is, for instance, between the first and the latest FIFA. There's a massive, massive variation in gameplay between those two, which I don't think is yeah. anywhere near the same. Say that again. Sorry, I, I, I was <laughs> I'm just. Again. I'm sorry. I'm just saying that, like. You look at like how certain genres have progressed. Yeah, sports games have probably progressed in terms of gameplay more than anything else. Oh yeah, oh, I mean, in terms that's of why looking at the first and FIFA. Yeah, and you look at the FIFA now, and oh my god, they're like in that's my point. Like, I think that's why that people don't think those old games will have as big a replaying ability. I think there are exceptions. NBA Jam. Well, exactly. Again, again s- the simplicity of it. You know, and that's what's great about like the early Madden games or EA Hockey. You don't have to be. Invest in time and effort and learning all these complex controls. Instantly, and like, you know, especially especially a game of EA hockey. You don't, you know, with maybe with Madden, you need to know the rules of American football. I feel, yeah, I feel like Sega are trying to make another quick buck, whereas Nintendo have, have had to obviously pay off Konami again mm. and you know try and get those third party titles on there because they they care a bit more about them. Like I feel everything with this Sega project just feels. Like they don't care. Well, we don't Shenmue, know. Again, the, the Shenmue thing kind of goes hand in hand. So they made those games. Oh, they're Sega games. Oh, let's yeah. just put them on a let's put them on a Blu-ray disc. And yeah, but there's been there's out. been fan demand for that for years. Why don't just get an Why don't just get an Xbox and Xbox and Shenmue Two? I'm, on the I've Xbox. already pre-ordered mine, so I'm completely. What the new Shenmue? Uh, yeah, the, the updated. H- I haven't got an Xbox, so I, I've not been able to play two because I can't afford to buy. It. How much is? The, uh, it's twenty nine ninety nine for for both games. But again, it costs Sega nothing. Like they've made. Oh. They've yeah. made thirty quid out of diddly squat. No, they're making it HD. It's aren't HD, they? yeah. They're HD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> still looks well. Impressed. I'm sure if you upscale the, well the Dreamcast, impressed. you can get the Dreamcast. Still looks nice, to be yep. fair. Anyway, um, yeah, I, you've got to wonder about sort of the intent behind it, I suppose. How, um, how about games like Rise Star and stuff? Right. Well, I mean, again, see, the list we're looking at is for this this PlayStation Mega Drive collection. That's on there. Whether it would be be on a mini console, should we go off the basis? It's probably going to have twenty or thirty games. Then, yeah, would Rystar make it? 
Possibly no, because all the golden axes will take it all You've out got of space. Fuck it up with golden axes. Three streets for about ten Sonic games. Yeah, that's it. That's done, isn't it? Really, yeah. your golden axe, three to rage Sonic. Bye. Basically, you only need golden axe three, three to rage three for those. <laughs> Save for the other Enough pod, you Rob. Two. <laughs> three is three is clearly Rob's lucky number. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I know, I know you wanted to kind of come on to this at some point, but what would everyone's fantasy lineups for this be? Mm. Unless oh. you wanted to, are we no, limited I mean, to thirty? I haven't made a list, but what, should we write this down as we go? Should we try and write. It? <laughs> oh, <laughs> do I have to try and find some a pen and paper? Wait, pen I, and paper. I think maybe we, we were talking about variation earlier. Mm. Maybe we should say go through each genre and say the two or three we want from that no, genre. I think it would be good to write this oh. down. So we're going to take a short interlude. The guys are going to talk about something random. I'm going to go and grab a, pen, a pad and paper. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's everyone been playing? <laughs> <laughs> what have I been doing? I've been playing lots of Rocket League still. <laughs> You're still on Rocket League? Yeah, I'm still playing okay. that, really. I'm addicted to Madden 18, to be fair. So, sports games, there you go. And it's way more complicated than it used to be. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm for the old Madden I'm not games. very good at it, but <laughs> I've got hooked on it. Yeah, we've kind of spoken about this before, yeah. but for me, it's the pick-up-and-play kind of arcade ability mm. of stuff I miss, Like, which is why the games I've kind of attracted to since the whole kind of 1632, 64-bit era have all been like the ones which are easy to kind of pick up and play. Like, yeah. man, Crazy Taxi is like one of the most ent- fun Fantastic. games of Absolutely. all time. I've got, I can feel that. Maybe a podcast. Okay, you guys can stop talking about that now. Yeah, stop, 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 stop talking about Crazy stop, Taxi. Stop, stop. Stop. Dill hates Crazy Taxi. <laughs> yeah, it's up, it's up there with Flicky and um, what else were you hating on? I like to draw everyone's attention to my to my notepad, which is oh, a vector man, <laughs> vector man notepad. Didn't want sensible taxi games where you have to abide by traffic sensible laws. World yeah, of taxi. hello, no skipping, no red lights in my town. Um, but let, yeah, let you just get that out because you wanted to show off your Super Nintendo pad yeah. to us all. That is a nice notepad. Check out my Super I Nintendo. Think you need pad. to put that on Twitter or somewhere on the yeah. internet. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But um, are you going to deface it by writing down Mega Drive stuff? Aren't yes, you? I am. It's like put some Sega in there. I feel. I feel like Miyamoto is going to come and send me a <laughs> flipping something nasty in the post. Right, here we go. Right, so, so 30 games. 30 games. 30 okay, games. so should we say maximum of how many titles per genre? Uh, five max, I'd say. So five, five? I'd say four. Than... Four per like, Hold on, let's, let's, let's get the genres out. This was all carefully, we can, meticulously we can do that as planned. We it's fine. Like, I like to have a bit of structure with my, with my chart here. <laughs> um. we'll, well, it's fine. We can, we can, like, we can mix and match. Let's have go. some must-haves and I can always scratch them okay, out. Okay, must-haves. Sonic let's 1, not, 2, 3. Yeah. No, or 3. I don't really need number 1. Do you think they're not going to break... Oh, are we just going with a dream list then and not... Yeah, dream uh, list. Okay. We have to have all, th- all three. three of them? No, no you don't need probably. one. Like, Two and three are the important ones. We're limited to, to 30, right? We're limited right. to 30 games. So we can have one Sonic game. Sonic okay, I just, uh, there's one no Sonic. way that they're not no, going to have them can, on it. I, th- but. I think if we're going to have one, it should be Sonic 2. But I just said that. Yeah, see, I would agree, but then there's a million people that would say, no, Sonic 3 is the best. I think we can so. have two and three. They're... We can always I'm going to feel free to scratch one of them out later, but I'm going to put them down. Go so on, Sonic, Sonic yeah. 2 but and Sonic Stay on the whole platform thing. What else would people like to see from Rocket Night Night Adventures? Rocket Night Adventures. Yes, absolutely. Not the sequel. Couldn't, could not agree more. I loved that game yeah, when it was it's, out. It's, that wasn't even also, kinda, I'd great. say, blows sparks throughout the water. Much better I've than the sequel. I've not played much of Sparks, to be honest. Um, a yeah. lot of people like it. But yeah, for me, Rocket Night Adventures definitely. So we're three in already. <laughs> Rystar? So, do we like Rystar? I see Rystar. 
I gave it 90%, I think, mm, on, on the site. Now, it's a great game. It's a great game. Um, and it's technically great. It's good platform game. Would it be on my dream, dream mm. Mega Drive 30 top selection? See, are, we, are, close, are we allowed to choose uh, from Jim, for example? These that are not? like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, of course so, you can. So these can. are like, these are like, it'll never be on there, but of course you can choose well, can it. I, can I, uh, yeah. from Jim. Uh, from Jim. See, there's a load. It, if one sort of or platformers, two action platforms. One. I'd say one, one. Yeah, you'll go for one. Okay, I'd say Cool Spot. I even put it on there just because it's so good. I love Cool Spot. Oh, you're going to get voted down on that. No, it's yeah, boring, bro. Yeah. No boring, way on a boring, top thirty. Game. Sorry, but Dave. I know. I know. Dylan <laughs> wants to put on there. Sorry, Dave. It's I don't boring. dislike it, but not on a well, top thirty. <laughs> I know a platformer Dylan Vector would like Man, to be on flicky, there. No flashback. Oh, flashy. I love flashback. You know, I prefer the Amiga version. So if this yeah. is going to be a Mega Drive, yeah, that's don't look at me like I'm a weirdo, Keith. Do you know what? Sorry, I just can't imagine trying to play the it. Amiga on the Amiga version is better. Yes. Yeah, it's harder, yeah. but the graphically, it, the the cutscenes are different. It sounds obviously a hell of a lot better. So, I would say Dynamite okay. Heady should be on there though. No, See, like Gunstar Heroes. Gunstar Heroes is. It's got to go on. It's got to go. On. Is that a platform? Let's say on. it's more of a shooter map. It's kind of, well. I'm sort of thinking. I'm st- now. I'm slipping into like action platform. Run and gun. Well, Where in that case, put, like, Robocop versus Terminator. Yeah. Well, how about um? Where do you put Shinobi Gunstar games? Heroes? Shinobi should not be on there. We just put Gunstar Heroes. Sorry, on. pay attention. I'm, I'm not Sorry, Shinobi. No, Shinobi. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Where do they fit in? Is that, is that platform or is that Revenge? Oh, what are we doing? Oh, platformers. No, that's what I'm saying. Does that fit into platformers or are we talking then sort I'd of say run and gun action? Those should be separate. Or? That should be a separate genre. That's what I'm me. thinking. Those two I can be a one and go on a Mega Drive one. You've got to have either Revenge of Shinobi or Shinobi Three. Yeah, I don't know about you, but Why? I never had Shadow Dance because not... they're three of the best games on the console. I disagree completely. I never liked Revenge of Shinobi. Wasn't that into Ouch. Shinobi Three? A lot of people disagree with you. So, <laughs> well, you know, it's all about opinions. They aren't for the answer around this table. So. Well, we're going with the unanimous yeah, decisions yeah, so what, first. So what have we got? So, so far, we've got Sonic Two, Sonic Three, Rocket Knight Adventures, Earthworm Jim, Gunstar Heroes, Robocop vs Terminator. Ooh, that's a good start. Okay. All right, so that's, that's a good start. That, that's our unanimouses. We can mm. sure there's a few more unanimouses. Uh, Desert Strike? Jungle Strike? That's, yeah, we'll get onto those. Shoot, okay, let's so go, what, let's what go now. Shoot em ups. Yeah, yeah definitely. Right. Now Jungle, they, definitely Jungle Strike. Out of the three? Ooh. Yeah, out of those three. I'd put both the first two, but definitely Jungle Strike. I prefer the first one. What? Yeah, that's There's so much unanimous. more variation in Jungle Strike. Yeah, it's not unanimous. Maybe this like, is a, and this And is like a, it's twice as big. They get nine levels as opposed to four. Death Strike, you get four levels that are largely the same. That's true. Jungle Strike, you get nine that are completely different. Even if you don't like all like the kind of things you can get into, there's so much more variety and the levels themselves are so much bigger. I spent what more time with the first one, but... You know. Desert. So Desert, so Desert, I, desert I Jungle. I've got to go for Desert. Just a nostalgia. Sorry, Rob. Desert... Majority now, decision. this while we're talking shoot ups, this is obviously there's loads on the Mega Drive. And this is an interesting point. I know what Keith's favorite. You know is. what I'm going to say. You're going to say Thunder Force Four. I am, and their game again. Their games you never see pop up on these compilations. Do I back it. it. Do Thunder it. Thunder Force Four but has to go. Is on. it is it automatically above there? Above like R Type Three Ranger X? Yes. Oh, I do like. It's R-type. the best shoot on, love the, on the system by far. But you know, again, my opinion. I think we need to have. Well, at how least many one. can we have in there? If so. not two, at least one. Um, shall I just put two of them down and then we can argue about it later? I think we should put at least one and then we can argue whether <laughs> the second one should be there. How about Thunder Jungle Force Strike. Four? Yeah. yeah, that sounds good. And just leave Thunder Force 4 in there. Yep. Okay. Um, and then a gap. Then there's a gap of stuff that we won't agree on. <laughs> I would like to see uh, Sensible Soccer maybe on there. What do you reckon? Is the Mega Drive version the best version? No. But it's a good version. Is it better than FIFA 95? I yes. want to go for FIFA 95 on no, this. We, we, I... <sighs> 
No, the, actually, the, 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 the Mega Drive right, so we on is really good. Are we on to sports games then? It looks ah, like it. Okay, so if we're on sports games then, EA Hockey and Madden 92. The double header, so it's one game. Wait, ah. you, you want well, EA Hockey? Although that's the first Madden game, which isn't as good. EA Hockey is your choice head of C in HL 94 or... Again, I played more of the first one. So this is where it gets difficult. Which one? Is which, it the best which year version? do you choose? NHL I don't, I don't 94 know. is essentially the same game, but with all the NHL players on it. <laughs> just, yeah. So no difference. that one then. Um, I, I prefer playing with countries. I don't know. Rather than those franchises. Just preference. Yeah, hockey would, would kind of get it I would just, I mean, I don't think we have to worry too much about which year. But say, so one of the EA hockey games. So let's say EA hockey and, and Madden 92. Or 93, because people like that one as well. But, but isn't I like a big 92. transition with the Maddens at some point in terms of style? Not at that point. Okay. Yeah, I mean, later on, obviously, it starts Oh, yeah, like 94. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. I think we can all agree NBA Jam Tournament Edition easily. Without, without hesitation. The tournament edition that doesn't actually have a tournament. Yeah, that play. one. Yeah, that one. The non-tournament <laughs> edition one. Yeah. It's because you can do the subs thing and stuff. It's got to be. A rose by any, not any other name, there. Dylan. A rose by <laughs> any other name is still a smelly flower. Okay. <laughs> Anybody jam T-E. Okay, I think, like, in Wait, terms of genres, you need beat-em-ups. No, but did Sensi go on the list? I wasn't sure. Mm, we're not sure on that one, are we? We've, oh, okay. still, we've still got to decide about a soccer game anyway. TBC. Yeah. Um, I think if you're looking at because the reason I didn't put flashback on there is because I preferred mm. the Amiga version if you're looking at this is like a Mega Drive right. what made the Mega Drive yeah. Mega Drive the Sensible Soccer was great yeah, yeah. Drive. I, was, I don't think the Mega Drive and it hurts me to say this as my, and I played loads of FIFA I don't think it had a truly great football game mm. no because it was all kind yeah, of I can see whereas the SNES had um, ISS yeah it was ISS then wasn't it yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, ISS Deluxe I think yeah. and Micro Machines was, was big on the Mega Micro Machines, you know, so we're gonna we're going Ooh. for racing games. I think Do Micro it. Machines two. Two. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Two, two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Micro yeah. Machines two. Or Micro Machines ninety six. Ninety six is the, the tournament. Tournament edition? Yeah, two or ninety six. We'd have that say two. Because if you're going on your rationale of more game for yeah. your buck. Also, yeah. if we're talking about racing games, you gotta put virtual racing on there. Seventy pounds came out on the Mega Drive. I remember when I, I rented that on the Mega Drive. I was so hyped. I missed that because I was writing down Micro Machines too. Uh, Virtual Racing, it's pretty good on the Mega Drive. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to talk about Mega Drive kind of thing. I'm gonna have to insist on Virtual Racing has to be on there. Hey, two votes to take. Like, give it to him. That's kind of and again, going, like talking about this uh, one that's coming out on PS4 and the Xbox. It's interesting that they put Virtual Fighter Two on there, which barely really works, <laughs> but they haven't got Virtual Racing. Virtual Racing was fun on the Mega Drive. Well, it was fun. Let's put it down. Virtua Racing. And uh, as I was saying before, going to genre, I think we all would play beat-em-ups. I think there are three that stand up Let me pause you for one sec. Well, one sec. While we're still talking about wheels, you've got to have a Road Rush game. Oh, yeah. Road Rush 2. Road Rush 2. Do you have to? Yes. You really got to have a Road Yes, because A, you have to have a motorbike game, because I said so. And it's Road Rush. Yeah, yeah Road Rash. Everyone Road loves Road Rash. Um, Everyone loves Road Rash, except Rob. It's three against one. Three racing games? Yeah. But they're, they're different. They're, they're, very different. Really they're very different. They're yeah. three. Yeah, I can't they're good. That's that. a good choice of they're racing three, games, I they're think. They're three really different mm. Mega Drive games, and they, they demonstrate a console in different ways. Like yeah. Micro Machines mm. 2 is obviously yeah, one of the best multiplayer that. games on the, uh, on the console. Uh, Virtual Racing obviously pushed the Mega Drive to its graphical limits. Yeah. And Road Rash 2 is just the nuts, isn't it, really? There you go. So, <laughs> there you go. Okay, well, carry three. on. Beat okay, so beat em ups. I think there are three that Matt, I think we all agree, Matt's <laughs> be standing out. This is where the fight's going to start again, isn't it? What? No, no. He's talking about one on one. 
Oh, you know what I'm talking about? No general beat em ups. Beat -em -ups. What, side scrolling. So, and there are any beat em ups. So in obviously, genre. we're going to have Streets of Rage 2. Two. Oh, what the? Oh. Put it down before you change your mind. <laughs> I've done it. No, Quick, look, put it down. Put it down. I agree with Dylan that Streets of Rage 2 is the best of the three, but I disagree with Dylan's constant oh, okay. obsessive Streets of Rage 3 <laughs> bashing. I'm a bit like Kanye and with that. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. like it's comparing like a 9 out of 10 against a 10 out of 10. Ooh. It doesn't make the well, 9 out of 10 less. Oh, let's, 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 yeah. Yeah. Let's but Streets of Rage 2 we can all agree on. So we've got Streets of Rage 2. Okay. Oh, one of my favourite games of all time. Super Street Fighter 2 I think we can all agree Definitely. on. Definitely. It's actually slightly better than the SNES apparently. I can agree with that. But the Street like, Fighter games were. Man, it was so good on the Mega Drive 2. Put Super Street Fighter 2 down, please. It's a good beat em up. Are you seriously telling me Special Champion Edition is better? I had both. Uh, I had a... both. Yeah. I'm going to go with Rob on this one. I'm Kami. three against one anyway. Cammy. And. Cammy, though. I think the other kind of like uh, franchise of that time. Mortal Kombat 2. Mortal Kombat 2. I put ahead of three. Uh, well, three well, I mean, when, if we're talking Third. about one-on-one -on -one fighting games, what other, what's the other competition on the Mega Drive? Eternal Champions, maybe? Hey, that's Sega um, exclusive, to be which fair. Which is, you know, there's more, no, chance, there's more chance of that ending up on there. Yeah. It will be on there, Although, but it shouldn't again, be on there. The Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat games too. did end up on the recent one that At Games did. So there's, that's probably a very real possibility, I... but I, I wouldn't expect to see Street Fighter on there. I don't know if, if I've changed as a person, but I don't actually enjoy the old Mortal Kombat games anymore. Don't you? No, I don't. What? I don't. Not as much as I used to. Well, I, I know Rob's a big fan. But jerky. Yeah, I'm not. Give me Street Fighter 2 every day of the week. But we've Mortal got that Kombat. already, to be fair. But which which Mortal Kombat then? Two. 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 Well, two. I, yeah, mm. I, I had three. It's not bad, three. but I think two's probably. We the best. we are, we, we do a podcast on Mortal Kombat one day. I'm sure. There's a lot of sequels here. I mean, like like. The thing about like movies don't necessarily do sequels well. Mm. Games really do sequels rather well. Mm. Very true. Um, but I think a lot so of these, like a lot of these games, they're kind of iterational sequels. So yeah. they take everything that's good about the first and just add a bit onto it. Yeah. How many have you got there, man? Seventeen. Wow, that's quick. Okay. So where are we up to? Well, I reckon we've got at least puzzle and RPG left over. Okay. So puzzle, um, the obvious candidate columns. Um, maybe Mean Bean Machine. I'd say Mean Bean Machine way surpassed Carl. Well, yeah. I, I, if you were to rate Mean Machine, uh, Mean Bean Machine, Bean Bean Machine out of a hundred, what would you give it? Ninety-four. Ooh, that's a big number. <laughs> you really like it, don't you? I'd give it like. It's 17, such a great two-player game. I'd give it eighty. Yeah, we're probably in the same. Yeah. <clears throat> like it's one of the games where you really get to screw over your like your competition in a two-player game. It's why I think it works so well. Like I like all those type of game. games where... <laughs> we need a puzzle game. Chuck it in deals. Help me out, though. Can you think of any more puzzle games? Lemmings 1 and 2. Oh, God. Lemmings. Oh. I much prefer Lemmings. Should we bung a Lemmings We can on? put both on. Although, again, <laughs> prefer the Amiga versions mm, of yeah. Lemmings. Exactly. You have to have a mouse for me, personally. For and actually, if you're looking at a console versions, I think the Master System version is more impressive for the console. If you're going to compare it mm. for console mm. lists, if you're looking at a Master System, like... Dream list, it's on there, definitely. But I feel like we have a lot of action games. I think we could deal with Both maybe the Lemmings a few... games. No, just I think Lemmings too. So you can have either, but I think, but I think yeah. one of those and maybe machines. Original good, Lemmings that's good do mix. for puzzle games, wouldn't it? On a thing like yeah. this, two thing with the tribes. No, no, Lemmings one. Yeah, I think Lemmings one. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. So Lemmings and Mean Bean Machine. They're almost the same game. Okay, right. Okay. So Lemmings one. Okay. 
Cool. And then that. I think, you know, we come on but to is something it, Do we put which, Mean Machine on there? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Put mean machine yeah, yeah. On. You know, I think um, we come on to kind of a genre where a lot to choose from. RPG. Like, yeah. I mean, our Mega Drive wasn't as advanced as the SNES, but you have some really good Mega Drive exclusive RPGs, some which were on the list we were talking about earlier. Landstalker. Landstalker, yeah. I, I mean, Shining I, I really enjoyed that. The Shining Force games. There's several fantasy style games on the Mega Drive. I didn't like any of them. Have you played them all? Yes, I've, I've sampled them all. You've sampled like, them, okay. And like, no. I think we're forgetting about the uh, the most successful one of all, Story of Thor. Yeah. It's a love Story of that, Thor. That does pop up on all of these compilations, so it that does. will probably be on there as well. To be you honest. want to put it down? Put Story of Thor down. Yeah, put Story of Thor. Beyond the Oasis. Mm-hmm. And should we put three more? Is four too many on a 30-game What, four RPGs? Yeah. I think one's enough. <laughs> We we'll do two. We'll Chuck one out. No, I think three I would, is If you're going to have Story of Thor, then maybe the other one should be like a traditional RPG. So that is kind of, that's more of an action RPG. I think we have two Zelda more, really. It's a 30-game um, car. I think don't, I think 10% is excessive. I'm, I'm not even a fan, but... No, I mean, I've not played many on the Mega Drive, to be honest. So what else would you go with? I think it's got to be one of the three we named. Landstalker, Fancy Star Series, or Shining Force Shining series. Force. Shining Force. Shining Force. Shining Force. Shining Force. Okay, Shining Force is on there. Okay. So, what are we, we on? So, we are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Sorry, listeners, I'm going to stop counting there. I know you were looking forward to hearing <laughs> me count all the way to 100, but no, we've got 21. Which means we have nine left to go, and I think, so we're going on to so variations, the, the, but also... The debatables. But mm. also games that really fit into any one genre. Such as the likes of Syndicate or Cannon Fodder. And World Cup Italia 90, which is definitely <laughs> not a sports sim. <laughs> you know what, though? Um, Cannon Fodder is a good shout. I, I can't say I played it on the Mega Drive. I don't know how good it was on them, but... Again. <laughs> I, I, Amiga. <laughs> yeah, I liked, it. I liked it a lot on the Mega Drive, but would I put ahead of Syndicate? I'm not really sure. Mm. I Syndicate's think... a good start. I mean, that's a really good game. Syndicate is a good game. It's a really good game. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, that's it. I guess yeah. I wasn't. Syndicate. Syndicate, Syndicate is a really good game. Syndicate go. is a, hey, it's a classic. Game. <laughs> it's on there. Okay. We're looking at 22 now. So, so we've got other um, stuff any... that doesn't fit a category. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, Sonic Spinball's on a lot of these things. Would people put it on this? See, now I wouldn't put it on there because it's not very good. No, there are better pinball games. Yes. Yeah. If you want to put a pinball game on there, put uh, Dragon's Fury. Is it? Uh, yeah, it is, isn't it? I Would we know, put a pinball, pinball game well, on I'm there? I'm just saying, if you were going to. I don't think you would put a pinball game okay. on a Mega Drive completion. How about fair uh, Comic Zone? You know, a well-respected game, Mega Drive exclusive. Okay, so we're going, if we're going back like to that much. Don't like it, boy. I like it. I, like it. I don't know if I'd put it on. Yeah. Um, it's not a definite. What about, say, um, the likes of Populous 1 and 2? Populous are good in the meaning. I think it's technically great they've managed to get them on the Mega Drive, but mm. I'm thinking of, like, Games actually embody the console. How about the Zombies Ate the Neighbors? Oh, that's Ate a very good game. That's a very good game. I'd, I'd like to see shout. that. I can't really it's disagree with that. It's a good shout. I'll, I'll I'm going to say though. yes. Zombies Ate My Neighbors is on there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good shout, definitely. Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Can we find a space for Golden Axe? Any of the Golden Axes? I, or I is do it, like Golden Axe. Is Streets of Rage enough? She's oh, well, in terms enough. of beat, what did we beat em ups? We had did that, we just have Streets of Rage? That's the only scrolling yeah, one. I feel but like we should have a few more scrolling beat em ups. Would we put any of the golden axes above Streets of Rage three? I'd seen none of them in near Streets of Rage. I wouldn't. 3. No, no. Yeah. No, they're kind of slow and dull. Um, and, well, well. They're classic, obviously. Alien they're Storm? Good memories. 
I love Alien Storm. Would you guys that's quite, you know that's there? a scrolling beat em up back it's funny right that's another one nostalgia is great back in the day that always used to get really rubbish reviews in the magazine but it's a good game i think but now Wait people now. go oh alien storm is amazing yeah. i mean it's not amazing it's not amazing rob but it's like a good it. solid game and it, you know it's quite I a fun like beat levels yes it, come on it's not better yes. than shooter rage 3 or anywhere near no i'm not saying that but i'm just it's for variety's sake have Streets of Rage 2 and maybe Alien Storm. Uh, I'm not saying it's any, better than Streets of Rage 2. We haven't got any food. game on here that has the word Alien in the title. Well, I think go. put it in then. No, so that's not a reason to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Alien 3 is still available. Come up, come up, no. Come no, up with a, good. come up with um, another scrolling beat. How about Mickey Mouse Cast of Illusion? Ooh. Again, a good platform. Adrian. If you're going to go that World way, Illusion, World of Illusion and Mickey Mania were World of Illusion. World of Illusion is on there. Definitely. I don't forget about that. Okay, World of Illusion. Okay, well, if we're going back to categories we've previously done. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to... Castlevania Bloodlines. It's a I've, really, really... It, it's you know? really, really good Yeah, me neither. Game. We, we take Keith's word, because it, it's, it's, no, it's got good it. reviews. It is. It? It's really good. Here's it's kind of overlooked shout, in terms it, this, of Castlevania games. This would rustle Nintendo's feathers quite a lot. How about the, Meg, the Mega Man exclusive Wily Wars? Yeah. Mm. That would be... An, <laughs> that noise... Sorry, everyone's... I feel like, like a bomb's oh, about to hit the house. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I love Mega Man, but no, it's... It would be a nice thing to have... You know, like we talked about with Earthbound, because it's kind of prohibitively expensive. Yeah. Mega Man, while he was on the Mega Drive, is really expensive two. to buy. So it would be kind of a nice thing to have on there for we, people to play. Because people can't afford it. Yeah. We already have two running um, guns on there. I would yeah. like to see Mega Man. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I'm not going to say we need days before Christmas before you even mention that because that, you know. No, no. So, what's the full title of it? I don't even know. I mean, Mega Man it? the Wily Wars, yeah. I think. Mega Man the Wily Wars. Well, if you have that on there, you come on, you got to put Jungle Strike. Jungle Strike is so good. We're not good. having two strike games. Why not? No. We, we have two can't Sonic have two games. strike games. Yeah. It was Sonic. We've only got one Sonic game, haven't we? So. There's only no, four slots can't. left, people. Oh. So exactly. Look, Revenge of Shinobi. Revenge, no. of, Revenge of Shinobi. No, I'm yeah. vetoing that. You like, can't Revenge veto that. Why sucks? Why, why does Rob. it suck? It's, it's like Striders. One of those games that people thought was amazing when the Mega Drive first came out was massively superseded like later on. Well, I prefer Shinobi 3, but me and Dill have agreed that we'll go with Revenge of Shinobi. I think Revenge of Shinobi still looks great. It's a legendary game. I like game. it. Great soundtrack, great game. Strider. Strider wouldn't it even make this Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the entire point. Neither but, of those are top-level games. I think Ooh, the I majority think of Mega Drive players would disagree. Yes. Oh, so on this are, the one, are the majority of Mega Drive players here? Yes. yes. Their They're all in the room. Yes, look. Hello. Rob, we, we have to do a sort of vote system. We're going to go, we're going to stick votes. that on, definitely. I think definitely putting that ahead of another strike game. Yeah. You can't put that ahead of Dynamite Heady. Yeah, I do. Which yeah. outsold it and <laughs> yeah. was massively better reviewed and came out like three years later. It's, and it's much more inventive. Like, Oh, all the Shinobi games, uh, they're so run-of-the-mill. No, they're not. Votes for Dynamite Hitty Roundtable. Mm. Uh, no, I didn't get on there. Sorry, Rob. <laughs> that was one vote. That was one vote. That was Rob's vote. Okay. Um, we've got then three more. Three more Ooh. slots. <clears throat> Again, no tennis games on there? No. Uh, How about... Oh, no, nah, it's a bit of a crazy one. But Moonwalker, that's a Mega Drop exclusive. No. Mm, it's a bit boring it, it's, it's another one that you might expect to find on there yeah. the arcade game is really good yep. uh, yeah, the like version is not good 
No. The, the, going back to play like Mega Drive Moonwalker now, it's quite fun for five minutes. Like, oh yeah, but it does get really boring. Do you know what I think is an underrated game, which I know no one else will vote for, and one that hasn't got a prayer of getting on there? <laughs> Maybe we'll surprise you. Brian Laura Cricket. Love it. Yeah. Put it on. Love it, love it, like, love <laughs> it, love <96. laughs> it. No, I, love, I really liked it as well. Which honest. one, though? 96. Sure. Whichever the best one is. Yeah. Brian Laura we'll you there, Rob. That would, appear, that would appeal to a worldwide audience. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we have to go after every market, and yeah, true. The Asian, the South Asian market is a sizable market. So true. there were quite a few baseball games on the uh, the Mega Drive. Mm. Were any of them any good? Was it which one was the Sega one, the really old one? I quite like that one. Was it Super Base Baseball? I can't remember. I don't think I don't it's know. getting on here. So yeah. Yeah. anyway, no, no baseball games. How, how about something like the Chaos Engine? Something cool like that. Ooh. We've got a few of those we'll shooting games. Chaos Engine, sort of overhead the shooter. Um, the Mega Drive version. Again, I had the Mega Drive version. It was good. I liked it. Again, I'm sure you guys preferred the Amiga version. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it's a good game. It's a good game. Yeah, it's an eighty percenter for me. So I think we, yeah. we're looking at we're looking at more than that. Nineties. Did we only end up with the one shoot 'em up? Yeah, we only had fun. Oh, yeah, we're going to fill in that gap. Ranger X. Do people I mean, not like Ranger X? Ranger X is that's a good, good game. game. It reviewed really well, and it is a bit. It's a bit different as well because you got the bike. Yeah, it's like got that combo. Bike. That's, and that, you know, and it's also one that maybe people wouldn't have played first time around when they should have. I I'm, I'm, I'm happy to put that on. I like no, that. For Ranger yeah. X. yeah, chuck it in. How about Sunset Riders? Good game. Mm, Love it again. Much better than the arcade. I think it really adapted that well. I think. No, the Mega Drive version is really good. I like it. I, I think that's, that's a solid. I like we game. got room. It's not bad. We got room? like. Do you well, really we got only got one more slot. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. But we can scratch some of these afterwards. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we have to get. This is not by but when it means this is the final thirty list. You know, I feel like there must be some some stuff in genres that well don't really fit into any specific genre. You must have missed out. But I can't think what. Didn't really have any kind of point clicking games apart from I think Cosmic Space Edge. June two rubbish. Is that June, June two? Isn't that more much better on Mega CD? I don't even know if there is a Mega well, I don't CD know version. If it was, no. I thought June um, two. I thought no, I don't. Don't think it was. I think June two. I I like June two on the Mega Drive. I don't think it. Again, it's an eighty percenter for me. Yeah, it's not a ninety percenter. No, I'm just now trying to think of things. No, there's a Dune on the Mega CD, now. which was much better than the Dune two on the Mega Drive. Rob, let's not talk about this now. <laughs> let's talk about the film. At no, some point. You, we, I've done a pod on on June already, so go back and listen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, okay, one more. We didn't put Toe Jam and Earl on, did we? No. The first one, maybe? Or? Is the second one not? The second one's the platformer. No, I prefer yeah. the first one, personally. I'm going to annoy a lot of people now. For those... Those games for me are solid eighty percenters. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to. Come They're not ninety percent. No, I would agree. I would agree. I like them, but I don't. I don't love them. I can't think of a thirtieth that's a ninety percenter. Well, it's the Lost Levels game, isn't it? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're scratching around. It's just actually, should we take a suggestion from the list of fifty? See if okay. They, see if um, they've managed to on. plug the gap for us, because please hold. He told you don't want Rice Star. My list gone. I love Rice Star, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's a ninety percent game. But I feel like we've got um, platformers yeah, covered oh, here. Oh, Alien Soldier. <clears throat> we already yeah. have an Alien game in there. Yeah, yeah, Keith. <laughs> Alien Soldier. Well, apparently, obviously, like one of the rarest games on yeah. the Mega Drive now. Um, but yeah, I've played an emulation of it. It's 
it, you wouldn't think it was a 16-bit mm. game. It's, it's impressive. Obviously. And again, it's another one that's quite well sought after. Did we put Mega Man on there or not? We didn't, did Yeah, we, we did. I'd maybe did swap we? those. We put... Uh, Adrian Wiley was. To put it I would, if I was going to put Alien Soldier on, I'd maybe take Mega Man off and put that on. Adrian? <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Okay, so that's coming off, and then Alien Soldier. Okay, suggestions for some on the list that's on this uh, Mega Drive collection. Decap Attack? Yeah, I always enjoyed that. You got eight percent. Yeah, um, oh, I think I know what the thirtieth is going to be. We were talking about having another scrolling beat 'em up. I don't think we ever put one on there. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, Hyperstone Heist. Yeah, Hyperstone Heist. Correct. Put it on. That's going to be it. the last one. I think that. Do um, it. I'd love to have a kind of bonus game on there, thirty plus one. And do you want to hear my idea? I don't know, do I? <laughs> go on, go Don't on. forget, uh, a few years ago, a, a group of people came together and they made a Streets of Rage remake, didn't they? They actually made it. They did. And it was very much like Fighting Force. <laughs> very much like Fighting Force, <laughs> but it looked pretty good. A lot of people yeah. think it's the definitive Streets of Rage game, believe it or not. <laughs> really? There's so no we, way that uh, skin on their head would be I never three. played it, Rob. I just think as sort of bonus content, a <laughs> bonus game. No. Um, <laughs> No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that, no. If you complete Streets of Rage two with, without dying once, you can unlock Streets of Rage remake. Something new, something fresh. No, that's Tumbleweed Game One. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that's a good solid list of thirty there. I say good, not great, but it's yeah, it's a good list. I'd buy that. Would I'd you buy, buy it for a dollar? dollar. <laughs> <laughs> what what would elevate it to greatness and? I've already put my kind of choices. I think like there wasn't many that we disagreed mm. on. I mean, we've got one of the strike games on there, so but you, you're, you think Jungle Strike and Dynamite Heady would elevate it to greatness? And Streets of Rage Three, I like to see on there as well. But I think like in general, maybe more of a way toward the uh, late stage kind of stuff would be good. Like more in terms of you know the kind of later, like the last kind of couple of years of the Mega Drive. Yeah, because that might be a, a position where people didn't try the later games out. So they've mm. already moved on to new consoles mm. by then. So maybe there's, that's not a bad shout. Yeah. Like we have a couple on there. Like Story of Thor obviously is later. Oh, I used to love that game. Mm, it's a good game. But um, I just think, yeah, in general, it'd be good to see kind of more of a later stage there as a balance. Even, we don't really have much early stage on there as well, I think. No, we have. We've gone for that kind of middle <clears throat> sort of peak of the system's popularity era. Yeah. I know, I know it's a whole another can of worms. So I don't want to go into too much detail, but why do you reckon they went for the Mega Drive Mini and not start with the Master System Mini? Because no one likes Master System. The Mega Drive was like Dylan. Mega Drive was huge in America. <laughs> it was huge in America. Yeah. Um, the Master System barely made a dent. Damn it! I just um, thought of another one. That game I already liked. Go on. WrestleMania was it Royal Rumble on the Mega Drive? Is that the wrestling game? And there was a WrestleMania game. And there was one really good one on the Mega Drive. It was, yeah, it wasn't very good. WrestleMania, Mm. WrestleMania, yeah. There was WrestleMania, and then there was there was a Raw game later as well. I don't know if there was the cage. I think there was one that you had like the cage and stuff. No, that one sucked. The wrestling games were not good. There was like a ninety three, ninety four, like era one that was really good. I'm thinking it's probably Royal Rumble, but I'm guessing yeah, no one's not really seeing a big groundswell for that Mm. here. No. I think we've done a, a decent job there. So yeah. go on, recap the list then quickly. Let's have the list. So and this is the arcade so attack. Can then come back to us. This is the arcade fools. attack glory list. Yeah, go uh, on. Sonic Two, Sonic Three, Sh- Shining Force, Rocket Knight Adventures, Earthworm Jim, Gunstar Heroes, Robocop vs Terminator, Desert Strike, 
Thunder Force 4, EA Hockey, Madden 92, NBA Jam Tournament Edition, Micro Machines 2, Virtual Racing, Road Rash 2, Streets of Rage 2, Super Street Fighter 2, <laughs> Mortal Kombat 2, Lemmings 1, <laughs> mean, mean Bean Machine, or Mean Bleen Bleen, as I like to pronounce it, Story of Thor, Syndicate, Zombies Ate My Neighbors, World of Illusion, Castlevania, Bloodlines, Revenge of Shinobi, Brian Lara 96, Ranger X, Alien Soldier, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Hyperstone Heist. That is, that's nice. Brian Lara Cricket really stands un- out when you read the list. Imagine having that under your Christmas that tree. That is not bad. I think we've done a decent job there. Done a great job. You know, Sega, what you we're, doing, never, yeah. we're never going to please everyone, no. but you know, listeners, do you agree? I'm sure you probably disagree. Um, let us know your thoughts. What have we missed? What should we take off? What should we put on? What do you reckon? And let's hope the emulation is crap. listening to today's podcast we really hope you enjoyed it if you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else you can tweet us at arcade attack uk at keith barlow 82 and at arcade underscore adriano we're also on facebook at facebook.com slash arcade attack uk please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness interviews reviews features top 10 etc and you can also find all our previous podcasts there Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes, where you can also leave us a review and a rating, which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.